Welcome to Try This at Home with Leslie and Leslin, a podcast that offers you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating a better life. Hi, this is Leslin from Try This at Home. I often talk to clients about deal breakers. You know, those things that need to exist for us to be in a friendship or a relationship or really just to be happy with ourselves. Today, Leslie and I are sharing the top three rules that we each live by, the deal breakers, if you will, in our daily lives. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and listen in. Hey, Les. Hi, Leslie. How are you? I am good. I took a midday nap today, which is something I do. My gosh. Like twice a year. Yeah. I'm so happy to know that is like such self-care. It is. I was exhausted. I don't know what was up. I don't know if it was the margarita I had for lunch or (laughs) what. Day drinking. Oh, yeah. I was very tired. (laughs) (sighs) I... You know, and that's one of the reasons, like, I don't like to do an early happy hour because, man, if I have two glasses of wine before seven o'clock, I need a nap. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd rather do mimosas or margaritas for lunch. And then, um, and then by, you know, by the afternoon when that, that slog, slog time comes in, you, your alcohol's out of your system. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I'm really happy to hear that you treated yourself. Yes. Yes. It was good. I'm, I'm tr- dealing with a little bit of the nap hangover, but I'm okay. Okay. Well, is, is that one of the things that you live by? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> Only when absolutely needed. <laughs> I think my ex-husband did. He took naps a lot. He lived yeah. by... Maybe that's a man thing more than it is a lady. I don't know. My husband doesn't do it at all ever. Um, And I, as a rule, like we're both too busy. Like we just have too many things that we want to be doing other than Mm -hmm. that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I don't, I'm, I'm very curious to see if our rules are similar. Okay. Well, I've had more time to think about mine and fine tune mine than you have since I'm a lot older, but you know, it's interesting when I have this conversation with clients, I I recommend that they be very careful because if we get too rigid, we yeah. get locked into a box, right? Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of if you really understand what those three major things are, then you there's a lot of categories that fall under that. For example, my, probably my top one is to live with integrity. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a ton of things that fall under that heading. Yes, for sure. Right. So what's one of yours? So... Mine is, I would say kindness is one of mine that rates pretty high up there. I don't think it's the top one, but just trying to be kind. But again, I feel like with some of these, they're kind of a can of worms, right? Because there, there is a lot that goes into it, like you said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, when I so, think of kindness, I also think of like trying to look at the story or the situation from every angle, because I think that makes kindness 
easier. So kind of throwing empathetic as a subheading under that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, interestingly, and not surprisingly, uh, kindness is also one of mine. And I don't know yeah. that I rate integrity over kindness. When I say these are my top three, these are kind of the three things. If you're not a kind person, right. I will probably choose not to engage with you over the long term, yeah. right? Kindness yes. is... I just, I mean, for me, kindness is a basic element of humanity, of humane, being humane, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, is there ever a time when it's (laughs) not, when it wouldn't be a requirement to extend kindness? Well, no. And is there ever a time where you're like, man, she's really mean. I can't wait to hang out with her. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, there's, yeah. there's just never, uh, no. And, and I sometimes, I don't know if I want to give people the benefit of the doubt a lot of the time. And so I have a tendency maybe to do that more than I should. Although with people that are mean, I don't, I think it's like so core to just how I feel and how I want to live that I can't even be around mean people. Well, you know, we probably could, should talk about this because some might think that we might be tempted to say that if we're not willing to hang around someone, is that kind? Yeah, oh, that's true. Very interesting. Right? Well, I and think it's it's kind to ourselves. Yes. And setting boundaries and limits is not unkind, right? It's the, I think when I say kindness, I'm saying treating people with respect, an absence of judgment. I don't, uh, I I choose my words. I use kind words. Now, because I'm not perfect, this is, you know, I've been known to fail at this, even though it's a deal breaker for me. There have been times when my frustration has exploded and I've said unkind things. Sure. We all. Well, and I'm not proud of that, but I agree that we we have all fallen victim to that frustration from time to time. But I really think that as we talk about this, we're talking about the greater majority of the time, right? 95% yeah. of the time I'm it's important to me to act in kindness and to be around people who are kind people. It was one of Harlan's greatest strengths. Yeah, for sure. For sure. How do you define it? Well, yeah, just, I mean, you know, the golden rule, right? Treat others how you want to be treated, that sort of thing. But I, I think, I mean, I would define it as, you know, just generally trying to, make life good maybe for other people in in the interactions that we have. And I think that's best done through kindness and a couple other things, but primarily kindness. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's a practice because kindness, I mean, I think it does come easier with practice, but there are still times when I get super pissed off and want to like lose it on people, you know, especially I think this is common in the service industry or 
customer service issues, of which I had a big one yesterday. Um, I was very, very angry at the company pods. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw your Facebook post. Do you want to yeah, share that? I would love to. Yes. So my dad is moving here to Pennsylvania from Ohio and got a pods he could store while his house, before he closed on his house. And it was supposed to be here yesterday morning between 7.30 and 10.30 in the morning. 11.30 rolled around and he called and was on hold forever. And they said, oh, the tire blew. There was a problem with the tire on the truck. And sorry, but it'll be here by one. So 2.05 rolls around and I call. And I, I had tried several other times to call, but couldn't get through. So finally, I called and said I had a billing issue. And I got a mm. hold of somebody pretty quickly. And they, the lady was like, well, I can't get a hold of the driver. I can't get a hold of anyone you know, my suggestion to you is to just keep waiting and they'll eventually show up. <laughs> and I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, did you really just say that? <laughs> so I told her, I'm like, that is completely unacceptable to mm-hmm. say. Like, that is mm-hmm. totally not cool. Mm-hmm. And so she said that someone would get to us eventually. And that was that. And I hung up and I was very mad. And my dad was very mad. And we left the house, went to get the kids some lunch, and he called me, and he said, it was like, well, after 3.30, I think, and he's like, oh, they called and said that somebody had an emergency or called off work, he wasn't really sure, and that it would be there Monday. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, wait a minute, did the tire blow, or did the kid, somebody call off work? So clearly, there was some major customer service failures in that situation, which is actually something that I really am interested in with my own business is customer service. So I, um, I was just like sitting there thinking of all the ways that I would have handled it, which weren't the way they did. But mm-hmm. anyway, I was, I was a little short with the lady on the phone. Gotta, gotta tell you, I was not my best self on the phone. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. I think it's, I think this is, you know, when we talk about try this at home, I think so many, it's so easy to talk about the the coding, like the big picture stuff, right? Like, okay, yeah. live with integrity, live with kindness. But it's these little things that I think are helpful for people to hear because we all have those moments. And the temptation is to really just get really mad, you know, and oh, yeah. De- oh, yeah. and demanding for service and demanding reparation. And right. most of the time, the person on the other end of the line absolutely has nothing to do with what zero control. Right. And they have no control. Not only do they have nothing to do with it, but they have no control on how to fix it. Right. So I, you know, I, I never like would ever like cuss at anyone over the phone or that's just, I would never do that. But I'm like, this is completely unacceptable and we are not happy. And, you know, she said, well, I'll open up a service ticket for you. And I said, please do. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, I was less than a ray of sunshine, but I, I don't think I was disrespectful. There's a line between for sure, you know, between some of that stuff, but that, that is, this is practice. I mean, showing self-control when you're really mad and all of that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it, and you have to stick up for yourself because mm-hmm. unfortunately 
large corporations don't particularly, in a lot of ways, don't care Mm -hmm. about us as individuals and what that meant for us as a family with not having that show up. They, you know, we were just a customer number and and a dollar figure and an address. And so you have to stand up for yourself, but you can still do it with kindness. And, you know, I, I would give myself a, maybe a B minus at my kindness level on the phone with her, but. Well, that's better than failing. Right. And it was certainly a situation that warranted frustration. We've done a lot of maybe three podcasts that probably dance around this topic a lot. We did, Mm -hmm. when we talked about Harlan's campaign, we talked about paying it forward and gratitude. We often talk about kindness. So it's no surprise that we're both very attuned to this particular character, characteristic. What's another one? Another one of the things that I try to live by? Yes. Okay. So this one in particular is, is the can of worms of all of them. And that's to live according to my faith. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being a Christian, (laughs) despite what some of our culture would try to tell us, you know, that I should fit into a particular political box or blah, blah, blah. You know, this is affects how I, how I think, how I parent, how I am in my marriage kindness. It, I mean, it really affects every, every area of my life, but just to try to, to live according to my faith and I don't know, rec- all of that. I, it's, it's so complex. It's hard to wrap it up in a couple sentences, <laughs> but I, I actually, I think that's good. Cause really what you're, what I hear you saying is that one of the key elements that's a deal, like you would, I, I can't imagine you'd, fu- that you probably surround yourself with too many people who have no faith. I, you know, that's weird. I actually have quite a few people Hmm. in my life like that. And I also have a fair number of people in my life who are of a quite different faith. But those people are generally speaking respectful of my faith. And they have some of the core principles, whether or not they know it or realize it. Right. So are you saying that your faith in particular, like the doctrine of the religion that you've chosen is very important to you? Or are you just saying that my Christianity is important? Uh, Christianity. I'm definitely less particular about you know, those, I'm not gonna, you know, Baptists don't like to dance. I don't care that it's like, that's like way in the weeds for me. Like, I don't really think we need to be worrying about that when there Mm -hmm. are, you know, black people being slaughtered by police, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard for me to get too caught up in the, in the weeds of, of those particular, um, what am I trying to say? What's the word I'm looking for? Denominational things, I guess. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that ultimately it's... I'm trying to be like Jesus as much as I can, even though even saying that sounds silly because I'm so far from that. (laughs) See, I don't think it does sound silly. I mean, when I sit back and I think about... I mean, we haven't... 
really talked about my third thing, but my three things are integrity, kindness, and honesty. And those are all tenets of faith. Yeah. Yes. And they are all three things that were demonstrated by Jesus, right? So I don't think that my spiritual practices fall under, I think most Christians I know, most Christian religions that I know would not like my spiritual belief system. And yet I absolutely feel that my goal is to walk the path that Christ demonstrated. So it's, you know, to some extent, I think we're splitting hairs, but the tenets of Christianity is the belief that he died for our sins. And and I go a little off there. So, yeah. But at the end of the day, you're right. It's the, their tenets of, of a faithful life. Right. Right. So, yeah, I just, that's important. Kindness is important. What's your, what's your third thing? Well, it was, it's honesty. Honesty, Yeah. And I wanted to clarify because for me, it's less about people lying to me and Mm -hmm. more about our individual ability to be honest with ourselves. Okay. So it's, it really is. I'm, I hyper focus. Yeah. Well, well, can you give me an example of some, in a way that you're like honest with yourself? Well, I'm challenged sometimes, right? (laughs) Because if I get on my bike and ride around the block, sometimes I think, oh, that was a good ride. Yeah. But it was only a ride around the block, right? (laughs) Um, So, I I mean, I'd like to think, but (laughs) self-honesty is... You know whether or not, you know, maybe sometimes it's how many glasses of wine did I have? And, right. you know, am I going to feel good about that if I was going to talk to somebody and say, well, I had three glasses of wine last night instead yes. of the eight ounces I like to think that I have? <laughs> um, yeah. Which, which, in all honesty, I normally, I normally measure out and pour eight ounces and I limit myself to that. But you might be the only person, the only friend I have that does that. Well, <laughs> to be fair, for. <laughs> I, I did it because I was, you know, back in the day when I really first started drinking wine, I was counting calories. Sure. Right. And I had to, yes, and I had <laughs> to log those. And I was only saving 210 calories at the end of the night. So it, and not only that, but because I, I'm a therapist. I see a ton of addiction. And my father was an alcoholic and I was married to an alcoholic. And my children have scars from those experiences. And I am adamant that I am not going to put myself in a position to contribute. Right. Well, I have to be honest with you. My margarita was filled about an eighth of an inch from the top of the glass today. Day drinking? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is not what I'm talking about, you know, and and if you had four of them, I wouldn't, it's not a judgment piece. It's about the ability to be self, to be honest with yourself, right? To say, yes, yes. to walk around and say, I tried as hard as I could, knowing damn uh-huh. good well you didn't, right? I have, I know somebody through a friend who had weight loss surgery and, mm-hmm. you know, 
no shame in that game. If you need it and your doctor said, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Hey, right. But I know for a fact, (laughs) because of things that I, I had saw, you know, that this person, when they said, I have tried every diet, I've tried everything. That is just simply not true. And so being honest with yourself, I think is oftentimes hard and it lurks, you know, in places that you might be caught unaware. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And, and I think that's, so anyway, this whole point of self-honesty, I think if people were more honest or if they'd stay honest, then I, you know, for me, there's an element of integrity in that, right? Yes. And so my, the three of mine all kind of fit together very tightly. As a matter of fact, I think if we issued a, or drew a Venn diagram, there'd be a lot of overlap. But oh, for sure. you could do almost anything. But if you are, if you live your life with integrity, and I probably, you know what, let's take a short break and I'll talk about that when we come back. Hey everyone, it's Leslin. One of our goals this year is to grow the podcast audience and you can help. We would truly appreciate a share or a shout out if you found the ideas here helpful. Don't forget, you can always touch base with us personally on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, trythisathomepodcast.com. Okay, so integrity to me is, so by definition, it's the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, right? Moral uprightness. And so some who know me may question some of my morality. Uh, Harlan and I lived together for 10 years. But for me, it's about being able to look in the mirror at the end of every day and feeling content with how I lived that day, or at least, you know, being honest about what I could have done better that day, right? Yeah, it's, right. It's feeling good about the way I treated people, about the things I did, about the work I put into it. And even if I didn't put any work into it, if I'm honest about that, if I gave myself a pass that day, or I just was very self-forgiving or self-loving, which I haven't always been, Integrity is being able to stand up and hold my head up, not lying, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Not hiding, not keeping secrets. That's integrity to me. And I think that's super important. Yeah. Well, my third one is is just focusing on our family. I don't know if, that, if there's a more eloquent way to say that. Although I, I do like your integrity one. Maybe next time I have to make a list of this, I'll steal that one. But um, <laughs> uh, just trying to put family first. I think that's more prevalent in my life right now just because I'm trying to raise these children, you know, to be good people. And so, yeah, that's just on my mind a lot, obviously. For sure. And, you know, that's kind of what I meant when I said we have to be really thoughtful about this because I think if one of your underlying values is to be a good mom Mm -hmm. and you do that with compassion, (laughs) with (laughs) kindness, and with integrity, (laughs) (laughs) then family does automatically kind of pop up there, right? That's right. That's right. And 
I really am of the belief that almost everybody would choose out of the things that we've described, they would say, oh yeah, yeah, that's what I meant, right? Sure. Because people, yeah. Yeah. people will might get a little bit more granular, but if mm-hmm. we get too granular, then we miss the big picture, right? Because yes. you can't yeah. have a list of 700 things. Yeah. So like when I'm doing this with couples, I'll say, what are the big what are the things that are really important to you? Well, I want him to be honest with me. I want him to come home for dinner at night. I want him to take care of our house, or I want her to, to initiate sex, or I want, you know, there's all these things that people want, but they kind of, if we only say that, then five years from now, when they're not being responsible with money, we're going to bitch about that. And then they're going to say, but I did these other things. Right. <laughs> Yes. Right. And so you're yep. like, well, crap, I guess I thought money fell under this heading, but we don't spell that out. Right. Mm. It's in the same thing with your kids. Right. If you say to your kids, I want you to respect me. Then number one, we have to teach them what that means. Right. Because some people have different definitions. You know, I've had families where the kids can walk in and drop F-bombs. And there are other families where that's absolutely not allowed. Yeah. Other families, you have to open the door for people. Other families, they don't pursue that. But respect covers a wide range of yes. behavior. It does. So, you know, if you tell your kids, I want you to clean up your room every day. Well, maybe to you, that's respect. It's respect for your things. It's respect for our home. It's respect for yourself. So when you're thinking about these things, and I'm not, by the way, saying that that any of us, you know, anybody's right or wrong. I'm just suggesting that you really sit back and put some thought into what is important to me and what is the big heading all the way up at the top. And sometimes you can just sit down and make a list of the hundred things you want (laughs) from your family, from yourself, from your, your right. work from, you know, your free time and then figure out where they belong in some of these headings. You know, is that my spiritual life? Is that my family life? Is that, does that fall under integrity? Could it be respect? I mean, for me, if somebody has integrity and kindness, they're going to be respectful. Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah. just, there's just going to be a part of that, right? So I yes. don't think that I have to put respect on that list because it's going to be a result of those other two traits. Yeah, for sure. Follow me. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like you so, said, the Venn diagram of a lot of this stuff is is quite a bit overlapping, I think, yeah. when you really get to the top, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And that, and, I, and so... I just want to recommend to anybody who's listening that once you have this defined, then when you're communicating with people and you can say, look, nothing else matters as long as you are honest. And Mm -hmm. I define honesty this way. Or nothing else matters as long as you're kind. And I define kindness this way. Yeah, it's an interesting thought because I don't, it, it's kind of like how a lot of times when we set out to talk about these 
podcasts, you know, we're like, oh, let's talk about this. That'll be easy. And then you sit down and you, you think about it and you're like, whoa, this is a lot harder than I thought it was. Cause I haven't really thought about it like this or, you know, in this deep way. And I think a lot of people, you know, they would say, oh, well, my husband or my spouse or, you know, my best friend knows that honesty is important to me, but like, have you set out to define it so that they know exactly what you think it is? Because it, it does vary for people. It does. And I am here to tell you that if I could, I think I've said this about 12 times now, but if I could change one thing <laughs> about the world <laughs> or 12 things about the world, going, um, thinking deeply, I was going to say that a different way and it wasn't going to sound very good coming out of my mouth. So <laughs> thinking, just really thinking broad thinking, be, you know, like go deep yeah. in your thinking. Yeah. Especially if that's not something that you're accustomed to doing. I think, you know, I kind of go back to this often, but especially for moms where we're busy and we have little kids, like I don't think deeply often sometimes, you know, like we're just going through the days and trying to make it until the next one. <laughs> well, that's true. But I would say you're actually, I think, a deeper thinker than you're maybe giving yourself credit for. <laughs> because our conversations, unless unless I just bring that out of you. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> um, but really, I, I find you to be very introspective. And I also think, it, like you said, it's when you're really busy, you don't necessarily have time. Although... For a lot of people, I think it's a form of self-care, right? Mm -hmm. To really yep. consider, really consider what am I doing? Why am I doing it? What's the value in it? You know? Yeah. And how permanent do I want that to be? Yeah. Because we have the power to change it if we don't want to. We do have the power. I was looking real quick to talk about it, a, a values worksheet that I ran across earlier today. And I, I don't see it here in my history, but I'll make sure that it gets in our notes. So if you're listening and you want to go back and look at the values worksheet, um, it comes from a counseling center out of Southern California. And I thought it was really helpful. So I'll make sure that Abby puts that in our notes. That's awesome. And that our try this for home, our try this at home this week is really just that. Consider what your values are. If you need help, go ahead and and pull out the values worksheet and and communicate them. Right, really refine the values that you live by. You might be very content with the ones that you're living by right now, or you may you may want to fine tune them a little bit. And then communicate those to the people that you love. Wonderful. I love it. All right. Now, next week, we are going to be talking about narcissism. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. I, I thought we had covered it. For some reason, I can't believe we didn't. But um, we'll be talking about it next week. So stay tuned. And of course... We're loved that you are here. We hope that you'll tell people you love and care about 
about us. And until uh, next week, this is Leslie and Leslin, hoping you will try this at home. All perspectives and opinions expressed during this podcast are for educational and informational purposes only. There is no direct or indirect intention to provide psychotherapy or mental health services. If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, please consult with a local health professional. 